Hi, this is Will Jackson, and uh, this episode is with my mom and my dad. We had some technical problems. The audio quality is not so great. I am getting, you know, the bugs worked out. This is all new to me. If, you know, the quality of the audio doesn't bother you too much and you listen to this episode, I hope you enjoy it. If the audio quality does bother you and you, you don't listen to it, uh, well, I hope you'll check back for future episodes. Thank you. Well, this is Conversations About Life, and my name is Will Jackson, and I'm here with my mom and dad, and we're in their country home in the Ozark Hills of Missouri. And it's a nice place with a bit of a rugged, lodge-like feel to it. The fireplace and wall is covered with flat stones that came from their land. And besides me and my wife, some grandkids and their spouses are also here visiting. And my daughter Ellie is here with us too, um, helping with the recording. So she might just be a part of this conversation. And how are you doing, Ellie? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. <laughs> Good. How are you, Mom and Dad? Doing great. Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you. Well, about my mom and dad, they both grew up in the country, but then moved to St. Louis where they met each other, and they raised their family in St. Louis, and then moved back here where my dad was brought up at. So, um, well, mom and dad, I thought as a way to get started, um, would like one of you like to start and just kind of tell the story of you guys meeting each other, perhaps when you first saw each other, if you remember that, and uh, just how that kind of came about. Okay, we met at a little, little church, United Baptist Church, up in St. Louis on Russell Boulevard. And I had been going there a little bit, um, I'm not sure how long, maybe a year or something like that. And then Bill came with later my brother-in-law, but he came with his friend, and I saw him there the first time I met him. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Um, well, how did you guys kind of uh, go from that to becoming a, a couple? Um, did um, did ask, Dad ask you to go out with him to you know, dinner or something? Or did you guys just get to know each other at church gatherings? Or, you know, what happened next? Well, we got to know one another at church, but I think after church, we went out a couple times, maybe with uh, another couple. I can't remember really who we went out with. But uh, I remember we, it was during Christmas time, and we were practicing a Christmas play. And uh, Bill found out I had a car, and he kept asking me questions about the car, and then he'd snigger. So I didn't know I was, I was answering him wrong. And so anyway, I think he thought he was funny. <laughs> Plus, he was kind of cute. Okay. So, Dad, do you remember any of your impressions of Mom at that time? Yeah, uh, your mother was uh, a very attractive young lady, and uh, I remember she was, uh, no secret now, 
she was a few years younger, older than I was, and I didn't really want her to know that because I thought maybe that would uh, keep her from being interested in me. So uh, I kind of kept my age hidden because I knew kind of what her age was. So okay. How old were you at the time? I was probably uh, 19 or oh, no, probably 20. Okay. Uh, because I think we, you know, I was 20. We got married when I was 21. So wow. we went together off. Uh, went together for about a year before we got married. Yeah, a little, little longer than that? Mm, about a year, I think, yeah. around there. So you were asking her about her car, and I, and I guess you had a car at the time, too. And... I did. I don't remember what kind of car I had when we first met. Um, I know I had a 55 uh, uh, Ford that was my first car, and then I got a 58 Chevrolet Impala, and that was probably the one that... Uh, I had no. That's the first one I yeah. remember seeing. Well, um, I guess, um, you know, kind of during that time of getting to know each other, um, was, was there anything else you guys did together besides going out, you know, after church? Well, my best friend, as she mentioned, was going with her sister. Okay. And so basically... She and I didn't have anything else to do when they was going together, so that was just kind of a natural thing that right. we tagged along and uh, right. sort of became a couple. Right, okay. Well, um, tell me about the proposal. How did that happen? Uh, we went together for about... Uh, I always kid people and say that she... Asked me, but uh, I think it was kind of a uh, agreement that we, we came to. I don't know if I made a formal proposal. I wasn't as romantic as the kids are today. It was just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what yes, you said? Yes, sure you thing. Said, you said, let's get married. And I said, okay. <laughs> Where were you guys at, Grandma? Or Mom? <laughs> In my apartment. In your apartment, okay. Was it, you have dinner there or anything, or was it you just were, no, okay. no, we just having a conversation, and, yeah, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, uh, basically, I had never been married before because right. I didn't know exactly how I was supposed to do, so I suggested that we get married in my church. Yeah. And I realized later on that it should have been the, the bride, her church, and so uh, I also uh, suggested the pastor. and and uh, she agreed to all of that. So, the only thing you suggested the pastor then, and I, I didn't know him, so I said, "Let's get the previous pastor because I knew him, John and Buds." Okay, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we did get him because I knew I knew him. Okay, so it was in Dad's church um, down here in, in Black Baptist Church. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about the wedding day. Well, we didn't, it was just our family. Okay. So, um, my mom and dad, and uh, my brother, and then there was just a few people down here, Bill's parents, and his sister, and her husband, and a little girl. Um, oh, my one sister, Elsie, and her husband. Okay. That was it. And then we came back to Bill's parents' house, and we had cake 
I had brought it. I had brought a cake down. Okay. From, from the bakery. Okay. <laughs> so I had cake and punch, and that was about it. Okay. So then, were you automatically uh, be- became a two-car couple, or did you guys get rid of one of your cars? <laughs> she she had sold. Um, her half, uh, that car that she oh. had, was belonged to her sister and herself. Right. Right. And uh, when Betty got married, I think her and Bue won the car, so she sold her half to Betty. Right. And then I thought so I she had all this money, and come to find out she had spent it before we got married. <laughs> <laughs> I think you knew I didn't have any money. <laughs> well, let's go back before that. Um, Tell me what your childhood homes were like. Do you want to start, Dad, and just tell me a little bit about your home? Yeah, I'll start from the beginning, I guess. I was born in 1942, and we lived on a farm, uh, which my grandfather owned, my grandfather Jackson, and uh, it was down at Lusterville. It's now called Horseshoe Ranch. Ranch. And uh, when I was two years old, in, in uh, 1944, we moved here to Black, Missouri, and that was on a farm across the river from where we're at now. And I believe my grandfather had bought that place, which my father bought from him. And we lived there till 1950, and it was across the river. And uh, my sister was starting high school at that time. And because the river would get up and we couldn't go to school, my dad wanted to get on this side of the river because of that. And so he traded for this place that we're at now. And so in 1950 we moved here. Uh, what was the question? Well, what was your home like? Okay. Your home life and so forth. My home life is very, uh, very good. As far as my parents was uh, uh, godly people, uh, uh, went to church and, and practiced what they, uh, they learned at church. Uh, in the Bible, and so that was a very uh, good time, and I knew I was loved, and I had a sister, which was four years older than I was, and uh, she was a great sister, but when we was growing up, we, like all brothers and sisters, we argued quite a little bit, but uh, she has been a great sister to me, and so uh, uh, the home uh, uh, was a five-room home. And I was telling Irma the other day that, you know, we only heated two rooms of that house. As so I was kind of complaining about the wood that we're using now. And uh, uh, that was actually kind of the living room and the kitchen. And so when you got out of bed, you grabbed your clothes and, and came into the warm room to uh, put those clothes on. But uh, it was a good, it was a good, good, uh, good childhood. I. Uh, I remember riding horses. I remember uh, uh, because I didn't live next door to my neighbor or my friends, I had to go where they were at and they came over and see me. A lot of times we would go by horseback or bicycle or walk. Uh, my mom and dad, I probably wouldn't know where I was, was until I came home and neither did they worry about us, I don't think, anyway. Very different from today. There was no TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- much of what we take for 
uh, granite today we didn't have, but we didn't miss it either. What about your home, Mom? Okay, I guess um, I guess really we were poor, but we didn't know it. You know, the kids didn't because we were happy. I have a sister that's two and a half years older than me, and a sister five years younger, and a brother um, seven years younger. And so we lived in a two-room house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was fun. It was. Um, we had good, loving parents and never went hungry. I know we didn't have a, a lot, but we still, we had what we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom made most of our clothes for us. And uh, I think instead, instead of me making a lot of decisions, I just did what my sister told me to, <laughs> my older <laughs> sister. Cause, uh, but when we were... Uh, well, I was seven, I guess, maybe eight. When we moved, my dad bought a bigger farm, and we moved to the farm. And there was a two-room house with a basement, and we lived in that first for a little while. And then we moved to the other house, which was uh, three bedrooms, a living room, a kitchen, and front and back porch. So it was uh, it was pretty nice compared to the others. Was that the one in Potosi? No. Okay. No, it was at Curtois, which was it was a walking distance from the other place. Okay. So, but um, I think he had about a 300-acre farm, so he farmed, and uh, that's how how he made his living. Or raised animals. Too. He said a three-acre farm. A 300-acre. 300-acre farm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. And so, but we didn't have electorate. And I remember when electricity came in, it came to our closest neighbor, but then we had to get ours from the, another direction, and so we had to wait. So we were last people in there getting electric. Yeah. And that was, uh, it took a long time. So how old were you when you got electric? Uh, I was in high school. Okay. When, uh, probably when I started high school about that time. So was that pretty exciting, getting electric? It was, especially when everyone else had electric and we didn't. <laughs> we had, um, we didn't, of course, we didn't have TV or radio. We had a radio. It would be a battery radio. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we tried to listen to music of the night, Grand Ole Opry. And mm-hmm. it would come and go. It would be real loud for the advertisings. And then when they started singing, it would fade away. <laughs> But uh, we also liked to listen to stories on the, the radio during the day. They'd have a continued story. Okay. And we would be with mom working in the garden, and so we'd bag her at certain times. It seemed like it was three, 3 o'clock. Could we go to the house so we'd listen to her story? And most times she'd let us yeah. do that. But uh, I had good parents. And yeah. It was a good place. It was a pretty place. I remember running up and down the hills and thinking how pretty it was, you know. So uh, it was. Mom and Dad had to cook on the cook stove, right? Which was Mm -hmm. a wood stove at that particular time. They did, but before I left, they got a gas stove. But I remember uh, as a boy that um, because we had a, a box with wood in it for the wood stove, and in the mornings, that's where I'd crawl up in that box. And I sat next to the uh, 
the uh, kitchen stove as mom cooked in this nice warm place. We had, in the living room, had um, a wood stove. And my brother, Tommy, liked to, there was a chair sitting behind it, and he liked to go and sit in that place. Yeah. So like when school was going on, he didn't like to go to school. So you'd have to bag him and bag him to get dressed and get ready. And this one morning we were going to school and got almost down there. And I looked at him and he had put his coat on and he, had, he wore long underwear. He didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> he had, to, had put his coat on over his underwear. Of course, he had jeans on. So we had a little country store down there. So we went to the store and I bought him a shirt and put it on our bill. <laughs> So he could go to school. Yeah. How old was he at that time? He's probably in first grade, probably. So because you guys grew up at such a different time, and Grandpa kind of touched on it, like nowadays we have television, video games. What do you think, what about your childhood experience did I miss out on? I mean, obviously a lot, the wood stove and riding horses and stuff like that, living in the country, but... Is there anything you think that childhood, modern childhood, is missing from like the old, you know, we times when you games in the evening all the time? Mm-hmm. And mom and daddy, mostly mom, would play with us. So we had that together. You didn't just sit and watch TV, you know. Like maybe. I think uh, uh, living where we live now and uh, and living in the country, uh, there was no. Uh, uh, there was no f- fear of what other people were going to do to you. Uh, we would, we as boys would be out and we'd swim and horseback ride and have that all that freedom. Uh, I remember there's an old uh, store building that had a hardwood floor in it, and we took our bikes and just ride around and around in there, you know. And, uh, in the store? In, in an old store. It was abandoned. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Abandoned. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, and like I say, if my mother ever worried about me being out someplace, she never let me know about it. And today, even down here, you wouldn't want your children to be too far away without knowing a little bit where they was at, you know. And so uh, there was just uh, a gentler time uh, when we grew up in the 50s and mm-hmm. 40s, actually. And I also remember that on, our, on the other place that we lived, we was on the river, and mother would tuck us down and, and taught us how to swim. So if we ever fell in, she wouldn't have to be worrying about us uh, mm-hmm. drowning or anything like that. And so uh, that was just, just the freedom we had uh, uh, to grow up and, and not be confined to a small area unless you have it as in the city was uh, very special to me anyway. Your mom taught you how to swim, huh? She taught me how to swim, and uh, it was dog paddling, what yeah. we call dog paddling, but she knew that if we got in the water and got over our heads, we could take care of ourselves, and that was important to her, and it was important to us, too, so. Well, your dad, uh, dad, Grandpa Jackson, you know, he's always seemed to me to be like a man of few words, and when he did speak, he was very gentle and, and soft-spoken. So what was he like when you were growing up? My dad was a very hard worker. Uh, He had grew up working hard for his father Mm -hmm. and uh, more or less uh, took over the farm a lot during his very young. My dad 
would say that he would go to school, but then his father and mother, were, his father would pull him out of school to do farm work, and then when he went back to school, that he was so far behind the other children and it was very difficult. And I'm not exactly how many years he did did go, but he was he was uh, not that he was he may he may not have had a lot of education, but he was he was smart in his ways, you know, and doing things. And so he was a very hard worker. And I, you know, Dad didn't really do a whole lot with me <clears throat> as far as boy, son, and, and dad, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember call, crawling up on his lap when I was a bigger and probably I should be, and this the comfort of uh, being around him was very special to me. I remember walking down the lane when he held the lantern mm-hmm. uh, that we walked by and, and seeing my, <clears throat> my shadow and his shadow. Uh, all those things were very, the father-son relationship was there, and always being so proud when someone said, that's Roy Jackson's boy. You know, that was just, just special to me. So Dad was a, like you say, it's a very gentle person, but he could do any. I thought that he could do anything. If the cheer broke, he knew how to take care of it, take care of it. You know, he knew how to put it back together. And uh, I think growing up on a farm and, and, and using the resources that you had, uh, Dad knew how to do that. <clears throat> well, just... Um Referring to grandma's teaching how to swim, that's a little bit hard to imagine because I didn't see her out of the house very much, you know. So what was your grandma like when you were a boy? You're, you're talking about my mother or my grandmother? Your mother, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, mom was, uh, she took care of the house and dad took care of everything outside. I don't remember dad, mom working in the garden very much. She can, and the stuff that was brought in, she cleaned the house and took care of that, but... Uh, uh, she wasn't really a, a one that would help Dad on the farm. Dad took care of that. She liked to read, didn't she? She liked to read. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that her and, and Grandpa enjoyed, like as a couple, like um, you know, um, walking or games or anything that they did together that you can remember? Not too much. Well, uh, they were. Uh, like I say, I never really uh, know them being a very much of an argument or anything like that. It was very peaceful around our house, but I don't remember a lot of games or anything like that. I remember my sister uh, made a Chinese checkerboard out of cardboard, and we found marbles <laughs> to put in it. And, uh, we did play games, but uh, I don't really remember my parents participating much in that. Well, um, Grandpa Laramore, your dad, Mom, um, he was not a man of few words. In fact, he was a preacher. <laughs> so what were your parents like around the house when you, you were growing up? Um, Mom was always, she was fun. She was always trying to pull tricks on you. <laughs> and I remember, and this is when we lived at the other place, so I was seven, I think, when we moved, that... Uh, a couple of times she dressed up in Daddy's clothes. He'd be outside. <laughs> and one time she'd sit down by the stove, and Daddy come in. And he said, "Hi there," <laughs> like that before he knew who it was. She couldn't keep from laughing, but she she liked to pull tricks on you and things like that. But she's always singing or always whistling, and uh, and Daddy Daddy was um, 
like you say, he, he liked to talk, mm -hmm. so he talked all the time, but he was very kind. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking the other day about, you know, discipline you. Mm -hmm. I remember mom, I remember only remember one time when she spanked me, and that was when I was getting pretty big. <laughs> she spanked me. But daddy never did. He might holler at you a little bit, mm -hmm. but it, uh, he never did. He was, uh, he was tender. He was. My mother was probably the one who spanked me. I do remember one time that Dad corrected me, and I'll never forget it. Uh, when I was getting to be a teenager, I kind of got uh, what we would call smart or smart mouth with my mother, and we would argue back and forth. I would argue with her and thought I knew everything. And at one time, uh, I would call her, tell her to shut up sometimes. And one time, Dad was in the house and heard me say that. And uh, his hand went across my face, and I think that's the closest I ever came to seeing stars from a blow. <laughs> but uh, I don't believe I ever told my mom to shut up ever since then. Uh, he, he made a believer out of me. <laughs> yeah. But it just, uh, uh, it, he, he didn't approve of that at all. And I, I don't blame him now. Yeah. I mean, but. Uh, Um, go ahead. Our life was centered around our church, okay. and because we were in church, you know, every time there was something going on, we went. And that's where most of our friends was, even our neighbors. That's where they were at too. So uh, most of the activities besides school was at church. Well, when you guys were a child. Um, do you remember like how what you imagined your adult lives to be like? For example, was it just kind of like a, a given that you guys would move into St. Louis or or not or just what did you did you have any thoughts about that? I used to think I wanted to be a nurse, but I, you know, I wouldn't ever I could never be a nurse cuz I could never give somebody a shot <laughs> or any other thing. I used to think that, but uh yeah, you imagine what you do. Um, most people went to St. Louis, and that's probably what I thought, too. I'd go to St. Louis, and I did. But when I got out of school, I thought I'd love to go to college. So I was going to go work. I thought I could work for you know, a few weeks, and I'd have enough money to go to college. Well, that never happened. Okay. So what happened? To... I just kept working. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You, you can't, you couldn't, you know, I couldn't put myself to college. And okay. So uh, then I forgot it after a while. You know, I, Irwin grew up with uh, siblings, and I had the one sibling, like Nielmo, which was about four years older than me. But I remember when I was small, I had an imaginary friend by the name of Buddy, or Butt. Oh, yeah. But as, as Irma says, that, at the particular time when we graduated, there really wasn't no jobs in this area. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a natural thing that to go to St. Louis and find a, a job at that particular time. Mm -hmm. So um, did um, like some of your friends go to college? Is that something that some people did? And was the, the difference kind of like either money of being able to afford it or not? Or was it more of like, well... Um, you know, just a matter of choice and so forth like that? I think it was more a matter of choice. Uh, uh, probably, 
I'm thinking about my classmates. There wasn't a large percentage uh, that went to college, one or two. Uh, uh, one became a nurse. Uh, one worked for Caterpillar, and he went to college uh, for quite some time. Yeah, I don't think many of mine did either. But, uh... Okay. Yeah. I guess you could have gotten a scholarship if you started working for it, probably, or if your teachers would help you, but uh, I think that was some, something that happened. Okay. We have guests arriving, <laughs> my daughter and Jenny, and... Her husband, Ben. Hey, Jenny and Ben. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, did anything impactful happen as a child or a young adult that set your lives on a particular tra trajectory that you have went on? Well, I always, I always wanted to be a mother. I always wanted to be a wife, you know, but uh, probably seeing in my parents, you know, that, and that I did want a happy home. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but uh, in school, I liked um, bookkeeping and uh, geometry and those things, so I thought, well, I would be a CPA then. I could do that, you know, without going to college too. Too much training, yeah. but I forgot that too. Anything dead in your life that like made an impact that kind of set you on a particular course? You think? Sure, my my relationship with the Lord. Uh, I uh, he became controller of what I did uh, as I as a teenager, and uh, not that I always lived like I should, but he certainly had a had a had an impact on my life. You know, the, my relationship with 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 God had an impact on my life even at that time. And so that was probably the big thing. And then uh, meeting your mother and uh, marrying her was another big thing that impacted my life. Well, um, like Ellie said a few minutes ago, the question I've been asking on these podcasts is like, if you could go back to any point in your life and, you know, say something to yourself, um, at what point would you go back and what would you say? And the idea is like, not so much so you could change something, but so that, you know, what, was there something that you needed to hear at some point in your life that you know now and you wish you knew then, that type of thing? Well, I, the only thing I can think of is probably when you kids were small, you know, I thought, well, you had to keep your house clean, you had to do all this stuff. So I think if I had that to do over again, my first priority would be just spending time with you guys. And as far as my house, and that would take second place, you know, but... Uh, because it seems like your life goes so fast. And so uh, that, that, was an, that was a good time, mm -hmm. but I think, I think I could do better if I had a chance to go over again. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> you know, if I, if I could go back uh, and do things different, I, I think it would be my um, teenage years, um, uh, Knowing about relationships and uh, 
how to enjoy those relationships more with uh, maybe the uh, with girls, objects, sex. That I would uh, would uh, if I just knew a little bit more uh, uh, how there are some things that I would like to have done different. Uh, uh, probably just because of uh, lack of experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well. Anything else you guys would like to just any say before we kind of start wrapping up? What was that last question again? Oh, it's like, um, well, you know, if you could go back and say something to yourself, you know, at what point would you go back and what would you say? You know, like, you know, you pre- I think you gave a good answer there. And it, There's some things I would like to change, uh, but to, to, to pick out one thing that I'd say to myself, I, I think I would uh, always want to be a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. I missed that. Uh, still like to do that, but uh, I didn't make it my career. And I remember <clears throat> thinking about that, and a friend told me one time, hey, that's pretty hard to get into. Mm-hmm. And he was a dear friend, but he shouldn't have told me that because... Uh, it kind of uh, made me feel that I maybe I couldn't do that, and I wished I had explored it more. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot more that we could talk about, but we'll save that for another time. I think you've both done a good job with your lives that God has given you. Well, you pretty well have to say that, don't you? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have to because I, I think it's true. <laughs> and may he continue to bless you and, and make you a blessing to other people as he has. Thank you. Thank so. you. Thanks for being a part of this conversation. Thank You're you. Welcome.